Welcome to the Vehicular Manslaughter episode of Dude Soup. Yes. This is episode 15, and Adam is going to show us how to race cars. Go do it. Yeah, I'm not very good at car racing sims, so I'm glad we picked this one. Nice. Stay on the arrows. And if they turn red, start braking. I should be able to engage in conversations. We should intro our first female guest Dude Soup ever. Yeah, super honored, by the way. Naomi here. Naomi Kyle from IGN. Thank you for joining us. Hey, everybody. How does it feel to be inside the Dude Soup? Uh, I feel dude-tastic. Dude, that's is that good? That's a good thing. Is that a good thing? Right? Feeling Put it like on the can. Dude? I don't know. I'm not you don't want to. You typically I, don't want to apply dude soup to any of your extremities. Yeah, no, you don't <laughs> want to touch your skin. Be in a room uh, where it's exposed right. to open air. It reacts very violently to nitrogen. <laughs> so, Naomi, what was your first car? Period. My first car period that I owned. That's a good question. No, that you ever that you ever that drove that was like maybe you had to share it with a sibling or your parents, but oh, that was like a Chrysler mom van, like nice. something or yeah. I had a Chrysler Dark station wagon. No way. I had a Chrysler station eighty five, oh. a 1985 Chrysler station wagon. I probably also drove my Both dad's uh, Ford station wagon, which was like this massive limousine looking thing, and it was a, an ugly beige color. I remember. I fucking love station wagons. I, love I really do. That's not a joke. I actually love. Most serial wagons. killers do love Learning a lot of weird things. About <laughs> Most people today. like that extra trunk space. Yeah. Was the, uh, did the did the upholstery kind of like sag in the middle? Oh, all the time. It was like this brown yeah. like yeah. canvas upholstery. Like flake off if the wind ever caught it. Oh, it was terrible. And then it rusted on. It just looked terrible. It was skin colored. I mean, how like imagine Ugh. a car. So my dad was like maybe a serial killer. I don't know. Why would you have a skin colored car? Let's get him on the show and find out. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. Uh, so we're talking about something that, uh, according to certain people on the internet, is equally as terrible as murdering people and stuffing them in a what? van. Uh, a game publisher decided to get a video taken off of YouTube. Oh, For yeah. not cool reasons. Well, I mean, it seemed weird. Theoretically, yeah. It seemed strange. So this is... This is a bit of a complicated issue, uh, so I will I'll, I'll recap it real quick. Okay. Uh, YouTuber Super Bunny Hop posted a video wherein he got an, an anonymous tip from somebody who claims to work at Konami, and of course Konami's in the middle of of apparently brushing Kojima under the rug right, and getting rid of a lot of stuff. Exactly. Everybody's games. Everybody has no idea what's really going on there. Um, and according to this anonymous email, Konami's actually planning to just cut Kojima Productions entirely. Hundreds of people are apparently going to lose their jobs. They want Kojima out. They're burning all the bridges and stuff like that. Weird. Uh, so confusing. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Uh, one of the one of the quotes in that was that uh, this anonymous tipster said that uh, Konami wanted to quote burn the entire Metal Gear Solid franchise to the ground. What? End quote. Yeah. No way. Um, that can never happen. Huge, we will not a, allow that to well, happen. It's also a huge money maker. There's, I feel like there's no way they would do that. Uh, right. Sales are actually pretty weak. Yeah, sure. Metal Gear. Well, comparatively um, speaking to anything else, they, they could have probably sell it. I imagine or, to like Square or somebody. Yeah. yeah Bethesda might buy start it. Start licensing that shit out, but it gets more complicated. So the, the video implies that, that this whole move is kind of tied to the pending legalization of gambling in Japan. And since Konami is pretty deep into pachinko and like slot machines, they stand to make a lot of money off of mm-hmm. that. So it would make sense for them, from an industry standpoint, to shift from gaming to that right. other kind of gaming. Um, the problem is Konami issued a DMCA takedown on that video, and it got taken down. Yep. Uh, so this is where it gets weird. Because it's their content. Yes. Which they are allowed to do. Yes. They are allowed to do that at any point in time on YouTube, right? Yes. Uh, so I did some researching on DMCA. And, and the rules of fair use and all that stuff. And here are just some interesting talking points. Uh, so from Wikipedia, uh, YouTube has reported that takedown notices targeting competing business made up over half, or 57%, of the notices Google has received. Uh, and then more than one-third, or 37%, were not even valid copyright claims. So clearly a lot of people are using DMCA as a tool. Did you crash the game? I didn't. Uh, the game crashed on its own. We'll sync again. We'll sync again. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Right. Keep going though. Sorry, sorry. And then uh, the rules of fair use are also really interesting when it applies to this as well. So basically, this is the bottom line is Konami was justified in using DMCA to take down this video, but it's pretty clear that they were using it with an agenda because otherwise they would use it on every Metal Gear video, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of it is. This is a bit of a journalism lesson for people that use the word, term journalism wantonly on the internet, is that if you are a journalist and you're going to report news from an anonymous source, you have to have two unrelated sources that report the same information. Correct. Uh, this, he, this person was only reporting one anonymous source who could have just been somebody making stuff up. There was no corroborative source. Yeah, there, right. there was nothing to verify it, which means that is slander, uh, because that information uh. could actually be materially damaging to Konami. So if that information gets out, whether it's true or not, that they're going to lay off 200 people and axe an entire division of their company, investors hear about that, it could actually cause the company damage. Absolutely. So now it gets strange. Konami had the legal ability to do DMCA. Should they have done it, even though they were clearly doing it to remove damaging information about their company that may or may not have been true? 
Jeez. Oh, oh man. Here, let's let's sync before we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. On uh, resume. On resume. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All righty. One, two. Look at you. You got a little go kart. Missed. It. Missed, missed. It. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so number one, it's well within the rights to take down the video. Yes. Okay. They can absolutely do that. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. That relates to fair use. Right. Uh. The idea right. behind fair use being is that. Uh, this is from YouTube's definition of fair use and how they how they implement it. Courts typically focus on whether the use is transformative. Uh, that is, whether it adds new expression or meaning to the original, or whether it merely copies the original. Um, with Let's Plays, this hasn't like the precedent hasn't really been set, but a lot of publishers implicitly make the argument that Let's Play is a transformative work. So with your commentary and your playstyle in a game, you add something to it that makes it stand on its own. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you could say, you know, a Let's Play for Markiplier is different than a Let's Play from Game Grumps. And then they stand on their own creatively. Mm -hmm. This was somebody commenting on top of gameplay and intellectual property, not necessarily interacting with it directly. Yeah, not talking about the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. also the the quantum of proof. Why? Nice. <laughs> it's Adam. Uh, the, the 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 need to be transformative is much higher on commercial work. Uh, I don't know that Super Bunny Hop monetized this particular video, but he monetized every other video on his channel. Right. So odds Assume are likely. That. Yeah. So you could also make the argument that it ran afoul of YouTube's fair use law, which means Konami's claim is even more just. I was going to say that uh, ends up usually being the bigger problem is YouTube has the stance that you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, uh, we've heard they're changing that because of the whole content ID uh, kerfuffle that we dealt with, and actually we were never ever no, that hit. Was, that was community stuff. Yeah, but um, so far right now there's content ID, but then there's also there's just easy ways to issue takedowns like. YouTube always just throws their hands in the air and says, sorry, you know, so it's like, the bigger problem is usually with YouTube and kind of the power they give to anybody. Uh, to other companies, mm. right. Yeah. yeah, or not, sometimes individuals, like 16-year-olds, oh. <laughs> who want to just take your video down because they don't like you, or they don't like what you said. That's true, they can do that too. Yeah. No. Um, well, I mean, I guess my, my question is, since Konami brought down this video, do we think that it's true? Do we think that all these rumors are true, or is that this just something that, like you said, mm. is just slander? I mean, and like, that's the reason for them like, taking down versus, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't they have just been like, ah, who cares, no big deal, it's not, you know, this isn't real, so, so what? I don't know, I'm not sure. Well, if there's potential for it damaging the company, even if it is real yeah. or not, then that's, that's the reason yeah. for doing it. Yeah, no, that's so true. So they have a valid, re I mean, it could go either way, right? No, really and could. there's still so many questions, it's all very confusing. It, it's a weird thing, too, we saw this with Sega when they were doing, like, random takedowns, where I think Total Biscuit just mentioned the word Shining Force, and they did. They issued a takedown. Really? He never even showed gameplay or anything. He just, it was, like, in he his tags. He just said the word. Uh, yeah, I think he, it got brought Content up. Content ID is really strong these days. He, yeah. Well, that, that was about a year ago, I think. <laughs> but it also, it's, a lot of people just assume that it's a lawyer just doing their job. And so there's just some guy being like, I need to, I, I need to prove that I'm worth my retainer. And so they'll go issue a takedown. So it might, I doubt there's someone at the top of Konami being like, what did Super Bunny Hop say? Because he's more like, who is Super Bunny Hop? Yeah, they probably don't know who he is. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it is some lawyer probably just literally typing in, you know, <laughs> Kojima bad. Well, he's got a lot of work then. <laughs> I know. Last a lot of those videos around. Yeah, I mean, look, he's making a lot of money. Good for him. The kind of the, kind of the same thing happened with Day One Gary's incident too with oh, Total yeah. Biscuit where oh, like, yeah. he reviewed it negatively and so, uh, I forget who developed Day One Gary's incident, but Whoever oh, developed it struck it because he was using gameplay from the game. They're like, "Well, you can't use that," uh, you know. We, and they brought it down, and that was a huge that was a huge deal because they basically just they just took down a video that was negative because they could. And I don't know if that's what Konami's doing or, like you said, it might just be. I mean, like this is a it's a huge company. Yeah, they could be affecting you know stockholders and employees and like all sorts of people because from this one video. Right. I, I'm not sure. This, in my opinion, this sounds more illegal the Konami thing than, than Day One Gary's incident. That sounded sort of like it could go, could go either way. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, my thing is now there's all this attention on this video. What were the views like? I didn't get to watch it before the stream, but no. that's well, we don't know because the video got taken down. That's right. the hard thing. Uh, so if the views were like insignificant, then it seems like it's it seems it's just why would you take it down? His at that channel point? does like. Fifty to one hundred thousand. Okay. Uh, on average. Okay. Yeah. Um, so significant I, enough for people to start spreading. But I yeah. feel like taking it down just brought of course, so much brought more attention a lot of eyes to it. and brought so much negative attention to Konami at that point. Uh, I think they're at this point, well I beyond think caring just, about like, the opinions with it. of the internet. They, yeah, they absolutely don't care anymore because they've gotten rid of Kojima on everything, and so everybody much has knows happened. it. Yeah. And you know they're canceling PT and stuff. It's like it's there's a bunch of stuff that's happening that that everyone knows about in the games journalism industry, mm -hmm. uh, and they don't care. I don't yeah. Konami just doesn't give a shit anymore. I think they want out as soon as possible. Oh yeah, well they've already pulled that ripcord, I think. Yeah. But uh, just from from a censorship standpoint, 
I find it interesting that everybody's still trying to figure out the rules and nothing's people clear. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's clear, but I know a lot of people, a lot of very vocal people on the internet tend to come down on freedom of expression no matter what. Sure. So even if you're saying something that could hurt somebody, they're like, well, just deal with it. And I get to say whatever I want to whomever I want in whatever way I want to. Because yeah. that's just the way the internet rolls most of the time. Um, and I think this situation is particularly interesting because you can actually make a case in Konami's favor, which a lot of people wouldn't want to hear because they're a faceless corporation and that's the enemy. Um, <laughs> so it's, well, there's I always, There's two sides to every story. You can yeah. always, it's easy to say the giant evil corporation is evil. It's usually... The e giant evil corporation doesn't understand what it's doing. <laughs> you look and really good in that lineup, Derms of Abishos. <laughs> look at his foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, usually it just comes to it's it's not so much that it's just being evil; it's just almost incompetence mm. of just or just a lack of understanding of what's lack going of on. Lack of PR. Yeah. Not not even PR. It's usually like a lawyer being like, "Wait, someone did what? Like, let's take him down." YouTube's what? Oh. And, no, and nobody oh, thought about the consequences. Adam, what the hell are you doing, nice man? Turn. I'm so bad at <laughs> no, driving no, games. Nobody thought the, about the consequences of the. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Wait, wait, yeah, what is going on? Why are you, <laughs> why are you adjusting the camera? What? There's, like a guy with, there's a guy like with a gum in his mouth and binoculars. You're doing good, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got a real hard turn coming up. Oh, I'm going back to He's the foster home. He's using everything but the road to turn. Which is... <laughs> I didn't expect go karts in this game. Oh my god! I keep talking. I don't know. It's to me, it's sort of a bummer because like. I guess, like you said, you know, oh, it's a faceless corporation. People hate it, mm. and if it if it affects people's jobs and lives, uh, and it, then it is actually slander. Like, and we probably shouldn't let these sorts of videos out, uh, especially with an uncorroborated source. You know, this is this is totally illegal. Yeah. This wouldn't fly in any actual publication. You know, like a newspaper or a magazine or something like that. that. That's where it gets into a weird territory where a lot of people yell. There needs to be better. Uh, what's it called? You know, ethics and game journalism. Yeah, this mm -hmm. sort of stuff. But then, like. There are higher standards they have to be held to. Like when you start saying, "I like I yeah I'm not, I I'm not privy to all the information that happened in this. Like maybe there was an actual source and all this sort of stuff." But like, well, it's one anonymous it, source. Only which, one. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of who it was, if they're not going to name themselves, you need two. I'm just saying, if you work for the New York Times, getting a story up is ten times harder than it is for writing for Kotaku. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's. Well, this is this one's straight to YouTube, so there's nobody vetting it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like it's just. Straight there. If so, someone had, if that had been someone who uh, did study journalism, they probably would have known two sources at least. Yeah, um, and I mean, this, is, this isn't a dig at rules. Super Bunny Hop or anyone else for no, that no, matter. No. I'm just saying, it is it is strange that there are different standards, and when a different you know group is held to those standards that are a little bit higher, there might be you know you're gonna start seeing legal complications and lawyers throwing lawyer money at stuff and basically saying we're the bigger guy and you're the smaller guy, and if you're willing to fight it for the right reasons, then you should do it. Um, but I don't know if he's going to. Good job. Thank you. There you go. I held that entire conversation, and I raced the go-kart. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> so, but well, either way, I, I hope, I hope he's eight. okay. Is, is his channel okay? Uh, yeah. It's okay. still there. He's still okay, good. Videos. Uh, Getting a strike on your channel sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, it's a DMCA takedown. That's not a strike, is it? Oh, okay. I don't know. What Bruce? What that just I don't that, think that so. one video just gets bombed off, I, off the internet. Yeah, I think okay. it just gets taken off. I mean, like, and I also don't know if he would... If he would be allowed to have it up if it wasn't monetized, so if it wasn't monetized, I'm sure it would still be taken down. But I, I don't know. I think it, I, I'm not sure because like there, people put millions of videos up a day, and I'm sure there's at least one or two that are that are like, I really hate you know Britney Spears, and that's just slander, right? That's slander in its purest form. But you're allowed to have it up. Uh, I guess it, it depends on Britney Spears to go after you. Um, I don't know though. I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't know how, the, how all those things work in terms of. Let's try it. We'll make a we'll make a yeah, video. Yeah, start making mean videos. Just just about Britney Spears every day. <laughs> it's like Britney hate day four. Am yeah, I, no. I, am I, I doing don't, this? I don't know. YouTube is YouTube is really really interesting when it comes to all this stuff because you're reaching a wide audience. Like for example, if this post went up on a on a forum, just a random forum, do you think it would have got brought down by Konami? You think they would have been they like, could have. get it off NeoGAF? That is a really interesting question. I've always, I've always wondered about that, because YouTube is obviously a much larger audience. He's reaching 100,000 people. Yeah. A forum might be reaching 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. But to take something down on a forum is 10,000 times harder than it is on That's YouTube. That's true. Forums don't give you the tools to just hit a button. Good point. And, so uh, so there, there is a chance that there is a forum post, and there is something. And oh, yeah, there, there, are, are, there are lawyers saying, like, Take that down, and the forum's like, "Sorry, I didn't." <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Who are you? I'm. We're based in Sweden. Go yeah, fuck no yourself. Yeah. yeah. Whereas YouTube, like, you sneeze the wrong way, and they will take your whole channel down. Mm -hmm. So, and kiss that goodbye. Makes it a little scary. Well, Adam, uh, some of the things you were talking about were hit on something that I wanted to bring up. 
is that the way people are communicating and the way that the the trust that people put in other people to give them information now is starting to shift. Um, I wasn't alive before I was alive, so I can't talk about it, how, how things used to be. But, you know, journalism was a profession for a reason. It, there's a series of rules about when and how you can report information. <laughs> and uh, and, and that meant job, that you, as a, as a reader, could trust that information because it abided by certain standards. Right. Um, people on the Internet now seem to not care about that anymore well, to the extent that you, like, you want to go down you know memory lane let's talk about william randolph hearst and yellow journalism and how it all kind of started with there where tabloids and all this sort of thing stuff became more popular and it sold better mm -hmm. and it ultimately it went to it became less of what was right to do and what what people wanted and that that's what kind of ruined everything a lot of people are saying that you know that's fox news and cnn and mm -hmm. yeah. msnbc and all that that's well, you know it's, it's what sort of like watch. well yeah create content for my bias like i want to be told i'm right so, okay. real quick, uh, I need to. I feel like I should disclaim that Super Bunny Hop in his video disclaimed several times that this uh, source was anonymous mm -hmm. and should not be like vetted, but it was still reported on. So, mm. you know, that can go either way. He did his due diligence at least saying that the source is anonymous, and mm -hmm. I only have one of them. So, this is this is just this person making it up. Yeah. Uh, so, so it is fair to say that Konami may have overreacted. May, well, maybe. I just want to avoid the comparison of Tabloid to Super Bunny Hop. Which, which oh god! Oh no no! I'm I'm not making that comparison at all. Also, his name is Super Bunny. Oh huh? well, I was gonna say like, <laughs> I was gonna say like what we do it, to a form is uh, a product of like the daily news. You know, Bruce mm -hmm. and I produce. All of us produce. Uh, comes from we create content that people want to see. We like we pick stories that we know. We and you know, Hearst would have like jizzed himself if he could see the sort of numbers we see. We're like like we can see demographics who are watching your stuff. Holy yeah. shit! Like, we know what to produce for. We know what our audience likes. Like, we know if a story doesn't do well on Witcher, we probably won't cover Witcher that often. But that's a... I don't know. I no, forgot where I was going with that. Now I'm going to go-kart. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's that's absolutely true. Um, I'm actually curious, in terms of IGN, like, yeah. Yeah. when you guys sit down and, and go, like, all right, what are we going to cover? Do you think this is something we want to cover because we want to cover it, or this is something we want to cover because, you know, we know people... The audience will like it, like, I, or is it a combination of the two? Or it's you know? a com It's always a big discussion. I mean, yeah. we want we want to make sure that whatever we do post that we're we're interested in that, but also that it's it's the right thing to cover. We yeah. don't we don't want to go into. Uh, there's always discussions about are we just producing controversy? Are we hmm. are we doing this only because you know it gets the attention of people who might get a negative view at that point from, you know, gamers. And I, I definitely um, am on the side of let's just produce content that we think matters to our audience. Hey, it's James. Hey, Hi, James. James. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hey, I don't know if we've actually met before. Naomi, James, Hi. James, Naomi. Nice, nice to meet, meet you. you. How are you? Nice you changed you. shirts, James. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Um, Continue. Yeah, no, I mean, it's always a big discussion, right? Any sort of uh, controversial piece. But then when it comes to the content that we love and we're passionate about, we cover that. And we try to, you know, uh, include as many people in the gaming communities. If it's a game that we're, we don't have any extra Experts on, then we were kind of like scrambling to see who can we get to, you know, write a piece about Star Five Nights at uh, oh. Five Nights at Freddy's or yeah. whatever it is, or what did you say? Star Citizen. Star Citizen, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. It's all I mean, it's it's things to consider. Like, how are you being perceived by everyone out there? Are are we just um, attaching or uh, attaching ourselves to maybe something that's not right to cover? I don't know. Hmm. What do you guys think? I, I mean, for us, we're we were really uh, like the first half of anything we produce typically is factual. We try and make it factual, or make sure we stick to or, the facts. Or yeah, or, or talk about always, yeah. or talk about what the internet is is after. So, for example, if we report on rumors, we always say these are rumors and they're floating around the internet right oh, now. Oh, it's very clear. So yeah, if you see yeah. them, they yeah. are rumors. Yeah. They are not true. Yeah. Uh, and then we and then we basically go off on whether or not they could be true. Mm. And that's again, that's all opinion. That's not that's not us saying these are true. It's just whether or not, well, maybe legitimately that, they could be. That's know? the fun about, at least in my opinion, the games industry is that so much of it is speculation and it's fun. It's fun to say, like, yeah. what if Dishonored and Fallout 4 show up at Bethesda's press conference? That's fun. Yeah. Politics yeah. isn't fun for me. Right. Like, right. like <laughs> the president may have lied and thousands of people died for. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, that's a downer. Like, I, we get to just kind of, like, so when we speculate. Yeah, we have the luxury of ignoring all that. Yeah. Talking about it, the exciting stuff. And, and so, like, like no one's no yeah. one's at risk talking about that sort of stuff. So that's why, like, I really that's true. like doing that sort of news. And I love speculating because I, I, I mean, like, I my big thing in uh, high school and college was history. I love history and the, the importance of history repeating itself. And you see that in the game in industry more than anywhere else in a lot of these industry of just how games come out and how they reboot themselves and stuff and it's always like you can kind of predict stuff pretty accurately if you're if you're looking close enough and that's a lot of what we do and that's why i think like our jobs 
super fun. Right. Do you so, guys ever keep tabs on all the things that you do protect? Um, we did one time. We, we yeah, roll back and forth, right? Yeah, was, <laughs> we, we, I was going to say because we, I was, I actually just recently posted a, a thread on our subreddit, basically asking like, "Hey, what did we predict, and were we right?" And like, they started digging through because we've made a lot of predictions, and we throw a lot of shit at the wall. The, oh, the, yeah. The, yeah, the fun stuff like he was talking about. We we have a lot of fun doing it. So if we're wrong, it doesn't matter. It's right. like one of those things. There's like. We don't we don't talk about Konami's employees, right? So we're, we're, we're more talking about oh, is Fallout Four coming? You know, yes or no? And then like I love making those ridiculous predictions because they don't they don't really matter very much. It's not a big deal. Yeah. If I made a prediction and I was wrong or I mean, right, the worst thing is someone on Twitter is going to call you out and say you were wrong, idiot. You're I don't like, care. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, like, you're right. I was totally you put wrong. Put the phone down and keep eating dinner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, but, and and interestingly, what Adam brought up a good point of the fact that he's Ooh. like, you know, I don't care about politics. I don't care about government. Um, I would much rather report on video games. Uh, I, I'm the same way. Super Bunny Hop is kind of dangerously getting into that territory. He's getting into that really serious stuff yeah. that affects people's lives. And that's the dangerous stuff, I think, that we, we try and avoid. We avoid that. Yeah. I mean, we did report on leaked stuff that we most definitely did have sources on. Um, yes, yes. That were given to true. us. And we vetted those people. Yeah. And so, like, we did cover ourselves legally on those stories. Yeah. Um, but we so rarely do that. And we, also, um, we weren't talking about slander against a company. Was it? Was no, it, right? it, it was well, leaked no. documents I mean, about yeah. like these were these were things about like, new costs. products yeah. and yeah. stuff. You know, like that. Yeah. That's, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. You know, like whether or not people were getting fired. Right. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, that's... sometimes it does cross that line. Like, do you remember the guy who lost his iPhone four at the bar yes. oh, yeah. and sold it to yeah, yeah, Gizmodo, yeah. and it was just like Steve Jobs like got cancer of that basically. I mean, like. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, That's that he wrote that in his book. He iPhone. was like, Gizmodo gave me cancer. He had a little capsule of cancer in his chest, and the yeah. second the iPhone went in the rogue, it just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was on his deathbed and said, "Fuck you, Gizmodo." <laughs> Holding his iPhone four, even though the six was around the corner. Yeah. Oh, it was a bit. It was a good model. Yeah, he was a good man. <laughs> uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, but like someone, it, it was a weird thing where like so that guy, the the, the whoever the journalist was or the blogger. Mm -hmm. um, gave out the dude's Facebook page who lost the phone, who was an Apple employee, and they were saying they were doing this to protect him so mm -hmm. Apple wouldn't fire him. And maybe they... Isn't I don't know. The opposite of what that I would I think yeah. that would put I, him in danger. I, yeah, right? I, I, yeah, I don't know what happened to the guy, but I remember that being... Please be okay if you're listening to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what happened He's to... sitting at home eating ramen. He's yeah. in Nepal, like, sweeping a cone. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. oh, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't a good reference to make right now. No, it wasn't. Sorry, Nepal. Oh, uh, actually, another big earthquake. Uh, did they? Yeah, 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 yeah damn it. They, they did. did. Um, this, is, this is a lighter note of Nepal, not to make it light yeah, or anything. Let's, let's stick with Nepal. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying uh, there, there is a cool thing. Um, I'm, I need to check it again, but Bungie's selling special t-shirts. Oh, okay. Like Destiny-style oh, Nepal charity. shirts for charity. Oh, that's great. They did this uh, for the Japan tsunami. So, like, it is, I'm saying... Speaking of the... I'm making it lighter because you can I help have, support those. I have another positive victims. thing to add. Oh, cool. to please, God. Yeah, please, no. give it to us. Well, they're getting $100,000 uh, from an organization that was uh, raised by the Fast 7 cast. We oh. did a, a live stream on Twitch, okay. and we raised $100,000. So cool. Very cool. Wow. Wow, right congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, Paul Walker's brother, actually, who mm, gotcha. helped organize that, so it's really great, and yay Nepal! Oh, yeah, Let's talk more about Nepal! Hey, we're, I don't know if you can say yay we're Nepal. We're showing love. <laughs> Sorry? I don't, I don't know if you can say yay Nepal. Well, I'm just saying, like, we're, we're here for you. Alright, Adam, are you yeah. only going to race go-karts, or can I race cars? <laughs> I think you got to level up this. first. Yeah. Ooh, sweet drift! <laughs> Look at this. These guys are idiots. You just go on the grass. Can you, can you race cars or no? Why would he want to? No, this is called. Uh, yeah. This is game called Project Go Kart. Yeah, Project, Project Go Kars. So, uh, on on the subject of, uh, I guess taking it back to this specific instance, mm. if uh, you know whether or not what's emerging as information reporting is traditional journalism, whether or not that's damaging oh, to society at whole, like setting all that aside, do you guys see a problem with the fact that YouTube and things like Twitter and stuff is now how people relate information? And that the people who stand to be damaged by the truth or maybe even misinformation have a lot of power in controlling that. So maybe not on Twitter, but on YouTube, you can basically DMCA anything you want. That's what's scary. Yeah, yeah. and then because I mean, a lawyer Clearly shakes a piece. It didn't work in this case, and probably never will for this reason. But yeah, a lawyer can shake a piece of paper at anything, and they'll take it down, which you know sucks balls. Yeah, but, but you can't do that to a newspaper. No, you can't. Um, you can try though. So does that mean that YouTubers now need? some sort of protection from that, or they can join a guild? I don't know, I don't know. How would you solve that for, for YouTubers out there who are just that, trying to get I, the we, news out? We always go back, like, YouTube is a fantastic platform. It's a great tool, but it's also something you shouldn't be reliant on. Mm. Um, like, if 
you do have a message that you want to get out there, it always is good to have a backup, like a different channel or a different website or something like that. Uh, Rooster Teeth, IGN, good examples. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm not familiar that much with Super Bunny Hop, but if he has his own website, that'd be a good place to host other th uh, post other videos. You can have a donate button, all this sort of stuff. Why People want to support it. Why, are you, why is your head on your right shoulder? What do you mean? Yeah, well, you just have a really long neck. Oh, I Wait, see. How I do you drive? I drive like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, that's perfect. Anyway. Oh, what boy. the hell kind of car is that? It's a McLaren. Really? Yeah. Bruce knows about cars. Yeah, it is. Oh, it looks like a Tron car. Oh, does it look cool? <laughs> so does the spoiler cool. go up and down? Oh. Uh, <laughs> driving oh, is. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're this rich asshole millionaire Everyone and you hates can't. You right now. You're like, what's fourth gear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, str it's strange because. Uh, Newspapers almost benefit from a societal protection. It's it's acknowledged that they, by self-inflicting certain standards, uh, are immune to certain controls. To, to a degree, too, but they also have an army of lawyers. Um, that's part of the... Uh, having any sort of print right now, not that print is exactly the media you want to... you know, the medium you want to be striving for right now, mm -hmm. but those things are old institutions that have existed for dozens of years. And I mean, some of them. A little them, longer than that. I was going to say more than that. Some of them, a hundred plus. Almost a decade. <laughs> um, what I was saying, but they they have backup on that. And uh, I remember reading the story a while ago. Um, I was like in journalism class, and my t we were asking about tabloids. Like, how can tabloids basically publish slander all yeah. day? Mm -hmm. um, it's protected under they, satire, right? Uh, partly that, but they they have. I think they hire the most lawyers out of anyone in the country. <laughs> like, they are constantly getting sued, basically. Wow. And they make so much money off of the tabloids that... It covers that. It covers oh, it. Wow. It's weird. Huh. Uh, but then you so have things crazy. like TMZ that uh, is slightly different, um, which I think it becomes slightly more profitable. They kind of cover their own asses a little bit more, but those tabloids where they're just like, Bruce Jenner's an alien? You're like, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get away with that? Yeah. Um, and, well, aliens exist, but... Yeah, yeah. It's just not Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Bat Boy, bring yes. back Bat Boy. Um, no one gets that. It's fine. I do. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. I get a Bat Boy reference. Oh, well, the sun is dead now, right? Um, the sun? Really? I, I don't so. know. It's a good job. The, the cars drive weird in this game. Uh, I need to get. You need to get a racing wheel. Realistic. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that the the difference though, having an institution that has hundreds of lawyers at the disposal versus the single person who wants to voice their opinion on something, uh -huh. mm -hmm. wildly different. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, I guess I guess like you were suggesting, maybe maybe those who ad adopt a, a series of strict rules of information reporting, same fans adjusting my spoilers, can, uh, can join some kind of guild, pull their resources, and hire a gang of lawyers. It's it's kind of depressing to me because you know I've, ACLU, you go through that. Uh, oh yeah, maybe yeah. Um, the, but there is a, a growing narrative about the decline of traditional journalism. You know, newspapers dying. Yeah, nobody yeah, wants yeah, to read yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, oh. that guy keeps talking past the window. Someone's I know, he's like, uh, worried worried about us. <laughs> he actually, like, he goes in the mirror every morning. He's like, I'm gonna look like the craziest homeless man ever. Today. Oh, it's that guy? <laughs> yeah, and he like feathers out his hair. He, and he, like, he looks like concerned grandpa. Yeah, he's a, a normal bit. guy. Shits out his chin. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. It's just, he's got a, and he's got a presence. I don't think this game supports controllers very well. <laughs> I guess not. Because you're right, steering wheel. Let's invest. I need to. I, I, this game is actually making me want to invest in steering wheel, but like, I'm oh, sorry. Are you? So, are we still talking about <laughs> a little bit? I got takedowns. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Summarizing. I, I have. I have an aside, but we can get to that later. I just wish traditional outlets, um, and I'm not saying this is their fault, but it. I wish that they had found a way to modernize and still talk to young kids, like kind of like MTV News, um, mm, in a yeah, weird way. Yeah. They should. Where they had that mummy talk to you, like yeah, on the hour, like a little soccer. Well, uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Loader, or whatever. But oh, I guess he was that, a mummy. <laughs> he looked like he's like stuck to the seas. Like hello. Well, that torch has kind of been passed to I guess Daily Show and John Oliver and things like that. Like, yeah. That, oh my that god. Is... But the problem is those kind those shows kind of like us also no. say like hey we're we we, we put a comic spin on the news you can't hold us to the same standards. Yep. And what happens when those standards go away? Twitter. Yeah. Then you have you Social have like media, people Facebook. you have yeah. people on Twitter Facebook thinking that video. they found the Boston bomber and like sending yeah. an attack squad after one guy who ended up not being the right person. So, hmm. Yep. That's what happens. Yeah. So it's scary. It is scary. But that's also that's that's what happens when technology advances and yeah. things evolve. The West. These are the it's growing insane. pains before yeah. we're all replaced by AI. I saw oh X Machina, sorry. I'm in this dark mood right now. 
That's okay. We'll all be Cortana. It's a great movie. We can talk about it, but you need to go see it. I'm going to someday. Someday. Okay. Ex Machina. I, I just see it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, then. Okay, we most definitely can't talk about I it. I got Haunted Mansion from Netflix, <laughs> and also we watched Steel starring Steven Dorff. So my can, movie. Can my you movie walk thing. us through Steel real quick? Uh, the sure. So, <laughs> so just to make sure, because we got some homophones going here, S T E A L, not Steel, the movie starring Shaq. This is important. Right. Uh, this is a 2002 movie starring Steven Dorff and um, the girl from Species. You're like, nope. This is a real thing. This <laughs> oh, is this is an thing. I've been talking it. about it yeah. all day. Yeah. Uh, the opening sequence involves that. So they they hold up a bank. Steven Dorff makes out with a girl. He was holding a gunpoint because that's just how roguish and awesome he is. Wow. And then like, and then he's like violating. And he like busts out of the bank. And she's like, oh. <sighs> yeah, I know, right? Because that's the hottest My thing. My dream man. Uh, so then they're like they're like inline skating through Montreal or something because it's filmed in Canada. <laughs> And all these cops are like after him, and they're like skating, and then they rail grind down some stuff, and then some dude like backflips over a cop car. It's so basically you're talking about you're talking about aggressive aggressive inline skating, which wasn't cool when it was cool. No. Okay. This, this is in the movie. This well, it was 2002. This so is most definitely was not cool. This is well after like 1994, <laughs> maybe when after inline skating had reached its coolness peak. Airborne and Brink came out, and now Steven Dorff's doing it. Gleaming the cube. Anyway. Why do all inline movies have like really dark shit? Like everyone always dies in dark shit. It's weird. I mean, the cube man is his little uh, like Asian half brother died. I didn't. Know. I thought you were just saying like a phrase. Uh, yeah, I thought like... you said an inline skating phrase, gleaming the cube. Yeah, I thought that was. Like, what... <laughs> you guys haven't seen that movie? What? No. Seriously? How do you see this shit? Yeah. Where do you Where find you it? Talking? It's called Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> That's enough. All right. Well, so you've, ever, you've seen Godfather, right? No. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I actually haven't. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Oh, I just want to my life with. All right. <laughs> but Steel and the Core, front right. of the list. I haven't seen the Core yet, but it's on my queue. Uh, James showed me some of it. It was really bad. The Core is awesome. Uh, not good all, all I remember there is a scene Shortcut. where uh, Aaron Eckhart, Ooh. Aaron Eckhart is like the roguish scientist. And he's explaining to all the stupid government people why there's no more sun or something. What there's no more core. That's all you remember. That's all we watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to explain the scene. Uh, but James, please. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, James. He, he takes an aerosol can and just, like, lights, like, a tennis ball on fire. He lights like, an apple on fire yeah. to show what happens when the Earth's core stops. <laughs> what? And, and, all, and all the government people were like, wow, he was right. <laughs> God, Aaron Eckhart is so good. Yeah, yeah, he go, was right. Yeah, is go. there like is there like a bookish uh, lady scientist who, after he lights the apple on fire, she takes the pencil out of her hair? I think it's a. <laughs> I think it was an Academy so Award winner, Hillary Schwank. Ooh, like, why do you say Schwank? Hillary Schwank. It's Swank. Hillary Schwank. Oh, okay. How do you say it? Swank. Right, Schwank. <laughs> Shortcut. Shortcut. There we go. Oh, so yeah. Right. Uh, Sorry. Go watch the core. As a brief aside, uh, early two thousands movies have aged horribly. Uh, so if you want to see some campy shit, go back. That, go back to Netflix. Yeah, we pa we passed right. the statute because they have like Paycheck and Timeline, just like a bunch. Timeline of... was a great movie. Come Wait, on, what's guys. What's Timeline about? Oh boy, it was great. Was Are you familiar with a, a brilliant novelist named Michael Crichton? Yes. Well, he wrote some kind of time traveling bullshit, and then Paul Walker went to the past. So. <laughs> oh man! It sounds like Black Knight. <laughs> I saw that. How did I, how did I oh, see that? Bruce, you're I saw that and Blue Shift, Shift in the same night. That was a weird night. Blue I'm gonna binge watch them two thousand. Movies. No, don't do it. Do it. Don't yeah. do, do it. it. I'm gonna be tweeting the Martin about Lawrence it. trilogy, but Triple it's like X. six movies. Oh, oh they're also awful. Is they're also awful. Because <laughs> this is this is like when like video Hold game up. culture was starting to become a thing. There you go. And like marketing to just right on shitty, <laughs> dumb yeah, little, yeah. little boys became a thing too. So like all the characters are just you. awful. It's all about Wait, getting lazy and blowing then? things up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, shots. Speaking of that, a a quote unquote a Stanford psychologist posted a. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, we're wondering how I'm gonna link this. Yeah, right. I'm trying to see. Yeah. He's like, it's called Steel, the greatest film of our <laughs> generation. Still on Steel. Philip on, uh, Philip Zimbardo uh, published a book, Man Disconnected, Dis in parentheses. Uh -huh. mm. um, and part of this book is the theory that video games, and you know, this is gonna sound um, old, but it's not so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that easy access to porn in video games is. Uh, is causing a masculinity crisis, hmm. um, and so it does sound like fear mongering about video games, but it's a, it's a little more unique this time around. He's basically saying that, like with porn and video games, the the two things that he says men, I would argue, like most human beings, yeah. need like accomplishment and sex. Like they're very easy to get. They're easier to get there than they are in real life. Um, so he's 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 noting that in certain behavioral studies, uh, young men in this particular study are getting a lot more frustrated. 
with having to interact with real human beings and do real tasks. Well, he's just describing Japan. Basically, yeah, like they, that's, they stopped boning there completely. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, the, the uh, what is it, child birth rate is dropped? Yeah, it's like negative. Significant, yeah, it's gone they, down. They take out billboards and it's teenagers that have sex because they're not doing it. Yeah, everyone's well, introverted so and you, we've created devices that support that. Anyway, go on. That specific instance is a little unique because for the first time women are, like, able to have jobs and maybe be respected. So they're like, why would I, why would I settle down with this anime idiot? I want to have a job and like work and have my own money. <laughs> yeah. uh, is that what everybody in Japan? Yeah, is? they're all anime idiots. Uh, but let's see here. It's like first. So, uh, this, oh come on! I got past me at the very end. This study uh, looked at twenty thousand young men and the relationships with video games and pornography. I don't even know where. It looks like it's really hard. It's a, it's not easy to play. Sorry, continue. Uh, the, the psychologist says now with freely available uh, freely available pornography, which is unique in history. They are combining playing video games as a break and watching, on average, two hours of pornography a week. Um, says, let's see here. I'm trying to get to the summary here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, giving an example of this kind of uh, mentality. He says, when I'm in class, I wish I was playing World of Warcraft. When I'm with a girl, I wish I was watching pornography because I'll never get rejected. Jeez. So it's basically like the, these needs that young men, and again, I would say most people have, can be easily fulfilled more quickly and easily by video games and porn. So so young men are getting to an older age without developing certain resiliences to the real world because they don't have to. But what if you combine the two and you can porn masturbate game? to the video game? That, that was done a That would time. solve oh, all that, the problems, that's, right? That's been done, right? Hasn't oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second here. Uh, no, I don't, I, it's very fascinating. I kind of, I don't know, I leave this to you guys. Yeah, it's, it's, a, tr <laughs> it's a tricky, like, it's hard to talk about this because I can't put myself in the shoes of anyone who's younger than me, and they can't put themselves in my place, so I can't really speak to what it's like. I can certainly Ooh. say that when I was a kid, I played a shitload of video games, and that wasn't necessarily the best training to talk to girls or interact with people. And I would freely admit that I, as a human being, got older. Like, I'm trying to think of, like if you if there were two bars, I was too old for how bad I was at talking to girls. And maybe that's just a nerd thing in general, and I'm not saying I'm good at it now. But uh, I was certainly maybe like 24, 25, still having a lot of trouble dating because I had a lot of like bullshit in my head that prevented me from relating to girls, okay. relating to women, and properly. Was that because you played too many video games? Um, so maybe not that specifically. Um, and I wouldn't say that my experience with games led me to that because I didn't really play a lot of masculine games. Um, which were it was it was way different in the early 90s. I they played were... Kingdom Hearts in high school, man. Like, yeah, right? I, I don't I think too. it really mattered. But it was certainly an, an issue of like, I do think that to to be confident to be normal you have to get out there and take your licks a little bit socially speaking you yeah. have to you have to ask some girls out and be shot down and be like you know what that's not gonna affect me yeah uh, you know what she's missing out whatever i'm gonna go ask the next girl out like to build that you have to kind of get punched a little bit like socially emotionally. i was gonna say that's yeah. that's everything yeah but yeah, it, yeah you, have, you experience that throughout your life no matter what even if you are secluded and playing games a lot of the time oh. I don't, I don't see, like, I mean, how bad can it get? How bad can it be to, you know, that you don't have any sort of, you, you, you all of a sudden can't interact with humans? Is that, like, what we're getting at here? Or is it just, you know, okay, it's going to be harder because I'm older or what have you. But I'm sure there's other women out there, too, who are just as so socially awkward. Oh, absolutely. Who grew up in the same circumstances that then you can meet someone that you relate to. I, I, you know? I don't see it imp as an impossible hmm. thing to overcome. I, I'm sure. I just think you may, might be later in the game a bit. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure everyone, even you know, everyone here and everyone listening or watching this podcast, knows at least one person, may, might even be themselves, who are better socially on their computer than they are in person. Oh, yeah, most human beings Oh, for sure. It's cool. yeah. I love it's AIM. Cool. I use it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> AIM. I, yeah, I'm still on that. AIM yeah. just got bought. It's relevant. It's so relevant. It got bought by who? AOL again? Right for me. They forgot they uh, owned Verizon it? Verizon bought AOL. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. No, I, I definitely think it's a human interaction thing, right? Like, it, it, gender doesn't really come into play. Oh, no, I don't like, think... I'm, I'm actually the saying The study this focused is not on gender, men. Yeah, yeah, uh, specific yeah. specific at all. I was um, going to say, yeah, I think that's just a human thing. I'd say it just applies to everybody. Yeah. Um, know, whatever. I mean, sure. There's a lot of technology that distract you from real life now. So, I, 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 well, once, I think, once Oculus becomes available and oh, I can God. just live in there forever... Like, but I might not go. But if you want to, you'll still miss like, the human interaction. Would. I think no. naturally humans want to be no. together. I don't. It. I don't think I'm going to leave. But what if? I, I guess. The, I guess the questions posed by this, and even the theory posed by this, is that once humans are able to satisfy, or at least once it becomes good enough to to satisfy those desires for interaction, companionship, and accomplishment, you can get all those things virtually. 
what's to motivate a human to go out them and, and do them in the real world? Physical contact. You can buy um, you can buy all sorts of attachments. But it's not the same <laughs> no, as it's not. you know. They, sure. I almost bought Lawrence a uh, one of those Japanese pillows while I was there. <laughs> a body was, pillow? Yeah, I was gonna get it as a gift. Like, ha, ah, this would be so funny. They're like eighty-five dollars. It's like good that's ones, yeah. too expensive right. for a joke. Uh, <laughs> some other interesting points in in this excerpt. It's not the full thing, but uh, so uh, the um, psychologist was it a psychologist? What is the? the yes, so psychologist. Like, yeah, <laughs> it says I don't local what quack. He said at first, I yeah. Psychologist. Uh, he says, quote, uh, oh it begins to change brain function. It begins to change the reward center of the brain and produces a kind of excitement and addiction. What he's saying is boys' brains are becoming digitally rewired. He then cites the growing problem of a disputed phenomenon called porn-induced erectile dysfunction, or PIED. Mm. Young boys who should be virile are now having problems getting an erection. You have this paradox. They're watching exciting videos that should be turning them on, and they're not getting turned on. So. Uh, what? I mean, I, right. I don't know. I... <laughs> I, I am not a psychologist, but it seems like it seems like you could apply this to anything. Like if someone plays a lot of sports, oh, right? Man. Yeah. Then maybe they're every day like, and then they stop playing football every single day, and then they go out and they just have to work a job where they sit at a computer. They might not like that job or tolerate that job as much because their body is used to producing like adrenaline or doing sports. Like it seems weird to like draw the line and say, this must mean this. Like, yeah. Well, it's like going to, like, man, I love Disneyland. All right, you're going to Disneyland every day. I don't like Disneyland so much anymore. I, I've been going here too often. Well, I think it's more like you go to Disneyland every day, now you're going to Magic Mountain. And you're like, oh. Yeah. And you're walking around, and it's like, oh, this I is nice, I, mean, I guess. It just sounds like drug, drug but then use. Wouldn't that prompt you to go out into the world and meet other people and find other experiences that then reignite that? Maybe. I feel like it would be, you'd find motivation through boredom, like wanting to find something not to entertain yourself. Why would you when you can just look at sweet, like, ball-punching porn right then? But if he's saying it gets old after a while, or rather, you know, Oh, well, no, he's saying, like, there's a desensitization that happens. Yeah, okay. Well, so... I think the human experience is vast, right? <laughs> and I think, I think, yes, slowly we may start ruling out certain things here and there, but there will always be more things to experience just by walking out and taking a stroll through the world, right? Talking yeah. to actual people. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, had a, I had a nice moment today. I was telling you, James. Yeah, <laughs> like an old man sitting <laughs> I, on the bed. I, I was an old man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I... Uh, uh, oh. All the guys went out to lunch. Like we're going to Five Guys, and I'm like, ah, that's kind of really unhealthy. Oh, it's been, just too. It's too I've been, loud. I've been, I've been trying to eat healthy the last few weeks. I've been like watching my my figure. I'm like, oh, I can't eat. I can't eat that. So, so I go out. Look good. Adam. <laughs> oh, thank you. Real good. Uh, I go out just down the street, and we, we we work in this kind of like new area where they built this park. And I'm like, I'm gonna walk through the park, and I walk through, and there's a little lake, and I stop. And I'm like, I have not like stopped and just at, ate lunch at a park ever in my life. So I had this moment of just sitting there. I'm like, this is nice. I, I could have just gone back to my office and sat yeah. down and, yeah. you know, painted in pictures that I was doing all you day. You sat there and you saw a boy sketching, yeah. and then and then and, and then you saw two a young couple kissing for the yeah. first time. <laughs> but like hands behind, just like barely floating. Yeah, yeah, it's real. And then you saw and then you saw a woman pushing a a, a carriage. <laughs> and then and you'd just, be like, oh, that's, that's the life. I, an old man with a little hat, like dropping off. I uh, <laughs> I fed some ducks. It was nice. I did feed ducks. I gave him a little bit of my wheat wrap ducks. Hey, well. Springs, that's actually in California. Yeah, these all, all these racehorses should have a place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, so I got to go there. Um, as it's much real as world. you should go in real life, but you can go in a video game. No, so why yeah. even bother? Adam, what if you could throw in an <laughs> Oculus and go sit in a park and see I'm, virtual ducks? I, right now, boom. I don't know. Like so, like part of me is like I was a big. Oh, am I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Um, part of the reason I went, I chose to go to Italy one time for a vacation. We got this insane deal. Uh, that's where I went and proposed to my wife. Um, but part of it was the fuck. Nice. This game, this game's busted. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, part of it was like I played a lot of Assassin's Creed too, and I'm like, I really want to go there. And I felt like I already virtually experienced it, but I really wanted to go in real life. And I kind of felt like I'd already been around there in some way, but the experience of actually being there is nothing that a video, video game can replicate. I don't know, probably for another ten years, where you probably won't be able that, to tell. Yeah. You think? I don't know. I saw that virtual reality uh, thing that James was making fun of me for. What was it, James? The which one? The virtual reality box you can go inside of, and it's like real. Oh yeah, the laser tag. Thing. It's like the Knox box or something like that. I don't but think this is us. I don't think did I not? Oh, you, Adam, you were showing it to us. You Wait, bastard. maybe maybe you guys aren't real. Maybe it's a dream. I, I was just. This is all a I was assuming because James since sexy. I only show you the core. That's the only <laughs> thing I share. There was this. Uh, show the apple. There was like a Kickstarter. <laughs> there was like a Kickstarter type video, where they were showing like the future of VR. Basically, what they're doing is they're trying to recreate like. 
paintball or airsoft parts, but you wear virtual reality goggles and you have like a chest pack that like vibrates when God, you get hit and it. stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah, the chest. And, I mean, and, that's an actual thing that you can almost buy. Totally. Now. That, yeah, that and the the Sega Activator yeah. or whatever. There are all these <laughs> horrible inventions. There's also like little air jets that'll spray you in the face when like a dragon comes down and breathes. But like, yeah. do you want that? Yes. Well, one hundred percent. I'm saying if you, <laughs> you're not going to experience like a, an actual. Duck in nice serene environment in that kind of dragons. world. That's still in the gaming space, right? Is this going to prevent me from getting boners <laughs> right. during paintball? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> that's your. That's a separate issue. No, it's the same issue. We're discussing the same issue. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm just really excited that these are topics that we can actually discuss. Like when I was 15, I couldn't imagine a world where like dudes losing the ability to get boners because of awesome, awesome internet porn all the time. Yeah. And like, like people disassociating from reality because VR is too cool. Like these are real things that are going to happen in the next 10 years probably. That's kind of cool. Kind of? Paintball, sort of? paintball well, VR? It's cool that we're talking about it. Well, maybe I not cool that it's happening. When, oh, yeah. I wish I so remember the name of that discussion. thing. I feel bad. I mean, it looks like a total scam. It's totally not real. But not yet. I remember, I was talking about this, I was on a podcast a while ago, I was talking about this, like, that's what I'm excited for for virtual reality is like to be able to go to like an arena sports park or something like that, like a paintball field, but I don't have to get paint all over myself and I can be like, you know, like a knight or whatever, like fighting off this thing with all my friends and it could all be virtual. Like it'd be really cool. Like I want that to be real. I'm looking forward to that and like being like a padded room and just play like matrix levels. That'd be cool. It's almost yeah. going to break a femur, but it's going to be so worth it. Or the person who is so addicted to it that they do it until they pass out from like not drinking or eating food. You know, that stuff already happens at, like, gaming lounges in China. Sure. Yeah, that's... I, anytime this, this comes up, I always wonder what the conversations were like a thousand years ago. Yeah. Or two thousand years... Like, were they all sitting around and they were like, listen, sure the Renaissance. Homer's yeah. stories yeah. are real good about war and gods and stuff, but does this mean people aren't going to want to fight real wars anymore? Or, like, <laughs> like, I just made a clay pot that has vaguely the shape of two people having sex on it. Does this mean that people aren't going to want to have sex in real life and only on pots? Like, <laughs> like, oh, I think you're right. Like, I feel like they're, you're always gonna, we're always going to move the bar further and further, but... You can I contextualize think, things. I, yeah. yeah, I think... I, I'm always curious if they had these conversations back then. They did. I'm pretty sure they did, to some extent. The thing is, and I don't, I don't know if this is new, or it's just more easy to see it now thanks to the internet, but there are a lot of people out there who spend most of their time playing games, watching TV, like being immersed in that kind of thing rather than in the real world. Oh, yeah. And also re resorting to pornography instead of um, pursuing a real relationship and going through all the rejection and heartache and frustration that it can cause. And I was going to say, oh, go ahead, sorry, sorry, sorry. The people when I interact with them, they have very skewed ideas about how the world works because they get all of their lessons from media and media is typically yeah. wrong about that sort of thing. Hmm. But is it the media's fault at that point? Not necessarily, no. Media, I think, media, you know. Yeah, we're in a capitalist society. Their job is to make something that people want to consume. I want abs right. like Ryan Gosling. Also, <laughs> I want Ryan Gosling. What? <laughs> well, we went there. Get, go get my flesh the covered. Can we yeah. do that in that room that you're talking, the VR room? Yes. Where you basically are Ryan Gosling and you have yeah. sex with yourself? Well, I just imagine there's like a secret room that only I see and Ryan Gosling's in there. And I'm oh. like, guys, hold on. Give me five minutes. Five hours. I'll be right okay, back. I'm not a Give me five days. I'm not a hologram. Please, God, what are you doing? <laughs> Please. Happy birthday, Adam. <laughs> Walk out buckling a... Either way. And Ryan Gosling found dead in a basement. Either way, everyone keeps. Uh, now I'm expecting all the people on Twitter telling me to go read Ready Player One, or oh, I think that's a scene. Oh, you haven't read it yet? I haven't. I need to. Ryan Gosling's actually a major character. That's what I thought. I kept hearing him. Wait about. a second, guys. We're just screwing it. Yeah, totally. Well, we're just, anyway. So virtual reality is cool. <laughs> you should still read that book. Um, I was gonna say though, but like on the topic of pornography. Yes. Almost. No, no, no. I'm saying there's so <laughs> many different things. You were talking about this today. Food pornography. Oh yeah. Like. You will watch shows about them making delicious, decadent food. Oh god, I want. But why don't you oh, just why focus. don't you just go out there and make it? Because it costs thousands of dollars. Really? Well, so this particular show I was watching oh. was about like the best chefs in the world, mm -hmm. and they would have these like nice panning shots of the dishes they make, like near focus, just like. <gasps> but I can't go there because I'm not rich. So this is the best <laughs> thing I can do. <laughs> and similarly, you could say some of these guys are like, I'm just shitty with women, and I'll always be shitty with women. So. Okay. Milf porn again tonight, um, and you know, like, uh, you know, what's interesting? What? The way those food shows are shot is basically identical to the way porn is shot. Absolutely, they're like oh, identical. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is the soft focus, mm -hmm. the central music. 
you know? Well, it's, yeah. it's I mean, it's <laughs> not, not getting into it. with a mustache blowing sacks in the back. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hedonism one way or the other. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, pornography exists in all forms, and I think everyone, if you have an internet connection, you participate in some way, shape, or form every day. Uh, whether you know it or not, it's just like interesting. Photos well, I upload every day. Every day. I'm not saying it has to be nudity of men or women. That's not what I was talking about. I was just saying there are different types, like information I don't know. porn. Yeah, like, I mean oh. Reddit is kind of information porn. You know, that you kind just of keep going and keep time. going. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. The people want a good. S- it's it's interesting because I don't know if this is an age thing or working in media for so long, but people people love a good story, right? Mm. I mean that's that's nothing new. But it gets to the point where they start to invent a good story where one didn't exist, and that's when it starts to get a little scary. Um, because for every good story, you need a good, you need a hero and a villain. Mm-hmm. And then people start to like fucking skew the situation and be like, "You are the villain now, and you are the hero, and let's root." What did they say about you, Lawrence? <laughs> They're so mean on the internet, Adam. No, it's it's kind of like in the censorship scenario. Uh, it's easy to make Konami the villain because they oh, censored yeah. a video, kind of. Um, so Look at you bringing you, it back. If you're somebody who like, proud of you, Mr. Journalist, buys into that narrative, then you're going to do everything you can to fight the villain and win and be the hero because that's what you do every day. You play video games and you are the hero and you beat the villain. So why wouldn't you do that in real life? Oh, that's that's when that's when human behavior starts to get a little, a little scary. And I don't know if that's new or if it's just getting more pronounced or if it's just the same as it always been. We can just see it now. What are your thoughts on religion? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, <laughs> like that one song from the '90s. Huh? My way to see her. Just, Lawrence keeps getting Billy Joel and <laughs> I love Billy Joel. You keep singing the wrong name. I've been singing uh, what's his name all day? The Boss. Billy Joel. Nope. God damn <laughs> it. Billy Idol. Nope. Hate, Springsteen. That's the one. I've been singing Dancing in the Dark all day, and he's like, "Oh, I love Billy Idol. I hate you." Welcome to the music cast. Anyway, it's the first time we've ever talked about music, isn't is it? it? And no, probably the last time. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's been real. We're not done yet. We have ten more minutes. What? Oh, did you have another topic? It's going to be awkward silence. I do. Actually, as a as a brief conclusion to the last topic, yes, uh, Zimbardo is actually famous for a previous psychological study, uh, the Stanford Prison Experiment. I don't know what? if you guys are familiar with this. I know Zimbardo. Oh, I had a psychology instructor in high school who would show us some of his old films. He's a weirdo. He's a very he's a weirdo. Yeah, he's but a crazy weird crazy guy. He does have a legacy of of finding weird dark hooks in the human psyche and being like, this is something people do. Yeah. So that's, I mean, may lend a little credence to his idea that young men are losing abilities to bone down. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> this game, man. They're jerks. It's called Project Jerks. Does, Adam, does this game make you want to have sex? What? No, actually. I knew it! Well, right. so I, I was waiting for someone to point out, I've been looking at cars a lot lately because oh, I drive yeah. to work now. Big Mustang. And oh. I have been looking at Mustangs 2011 to 2014. I like this model. And I'm like... Well, I'm probably never going to own this car, but I can drive it in a video game. That's kind of cool. I wouldn't get this stupid fin on it. This looks dumb. Look at all this paint. Just take it off after. Are my wheels busted? What's happening? Just take it home and pop it off. I don't know. The controller's like super vibrating. I'm not doing anything. It's just... That's the engine. Yeah. It doesn't do a purr. Um, but I mean, I, I've done that before. Like, I played Need for Speed, and like, I will... I, I basically play that game to drive cars I know I'll never own, like Ferraris and McLarens and stuff like that. I love Need for Speed. Yeah, that's kind I'd of... Say, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't drive. I use public transport, so, I mean, that's one of the things that I get to do in video games is drive cars but and do you, practice driving. Do you think that if there was a situation where they were like, here, take the keys to this Lamborghini, take it around the track, you would say, nah, I'm I good. did it in Project Cars. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I did it in Need for Speed. Yeah, uh, yeah no, probably not. Yeah. I'd drive that car. See? Do, you know, there with you a passenger and someone who can make sure cool. I don't crash it. But how would you get there unless you drove? Oh track. my gosh. Uber. Gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah, they have that. I, will, oh, I yeah, was using Uber, Uber a lot for a while. Fuck. And Zipcar it. Dubai, now this is completely off topic. Dubai apparently now you can do Uber but uh, supercar Uber. What? You can like, Wait a second. You can like ask for a, a Lamborghini to come get you. What? Yeah. Or a limo? They oh. should get a yeah. limo on that. I mean, not that I think limos Lamborghini are cooler. Limo? I think Lamborghinis are yeah, yeah. cooler than limos. Yeah, get me a town car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moving to Dubai, I'm kids. Try that 2011 Mustang. Shut or up. Or Lamborghini. What is with Dubai, man? I just saw a video. They, of got a lot of money. they have a lot of money. Everything there is a just high. It's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? It's totally it's fair. They own all the oil. It was supposed to be America. No. No. <laughs> no. But the problem is, I went there and thought it was America. I got lost. Damn it! As soon as they run out of oil, oh, yeah. then the Lamborghinis go away. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically, 
It's uh, what's that? The Lorax. That's what. That's what <laughs> Dubai is right now. It's got a lot of truffula trees. But as soon as you cut down all the truffula trees, then the snork dorks are gonna leave, and they're gonna take the jumbo fish with them. Thanks for dumbing that down for our audience. That was great. I, <laughs> but I'm more lost than ever. I watch a lot of conservative news, and I'm pretty sure the, the world's never gonna run out of oil. So. No, not the oh. world, but Dubai might. Nah. Okay. All right. Nah, then they're fine. fine. We're they're fine. just gonna keep blasting I mean, sand it, into the shape of the United States <laughs> into the ocean. If if they were to, if they were to run out of oil, we just go to war with them. More oil would appear. Yeah, we we'd figure it out. Thanks for simplifying we'd find it. Oil we liberate space. them. We should be using technology to. Like do Jurassic Park and bring back dinosaurs, yeah. yes. and then, then no. bury them. Yeah, just immediately bury them, so that way we get more oil. Right? That's how it works. <laughs> or no? There's a shot in it's Harvey, one of the episodes of Harvey Birdman. They go back in time, and someone just puts a gas pump into a dinosaur. It's <laughs> 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 just guys filling his car. And I was like, that's such a dumb joke, but I'm so glad they put it in there. Anyway, you should watch Harvey Birdman, James. Stop being old. Everything Sorry. said on this podcast is so old. I want a Mustang. <laughs> I want a bird, man. <laughs> I want a Mustang so I can drive to the park and feed my birds. So what's Zambardo saying now? Uh, he's saying that the young man can't get, can't no, get dick thought, on I thought that he said something else. Yeah, you were no, saying no, that he had a different theory about... No, no, no. He was the one that did the study. Sorry, I should have I should have prefaced oh, okay, that. Yeah, okay. Zambardo, Zambardo published this. Um, his, his new game, Man Disconnected. Er, book. New game? Shit. It's man fun. Disconnected. Uh, his latest book. About how, how young boys can't get boners anymore. Good book. That's going to sell... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to read it. <laughs> Get on my Kindle. Young men, you say. I'll bite on my Kindle and not read it. All the bonus God damn this game. <laughs> <laughs> that was stuck in my head while I was doing dishes. Whenever I do house chores, so. I always think of that song. Oh, oh there's a th there's something behind that psychology. Yeah. What? Lola well, fair? Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything goes back to not being able to get bones. Everything's subtly like phallic shaped and just sticking in my mouth while I'm cleaning. There's also something weird with this game where it will just it just vibrates forever. I don't know. Cars vibrate, Adam. If you yeah. drove a car, you'd know that. This that was breaking. <laughs> God damn this game, making me not want to buy a Mustang. All right, well, we had another Rides discussion like topic, but we don't don't have enough time. Can you at least tell me so what instead, it is? Yeah. What was the topic? Uh, how you aliens, do it real quick. Alien didn't sell well. I mean, it did well, sell. Well, according to, yeah. yeah. 2.1 million, not enough for Sega. What? Oops. I mean, pretty big dev staff. That game was in development for a while. I don't think 2 million is enough to break even. Alien Isolation? Yeah. Man, was, wait, man. Also, a lot of that was on sale, I think. Are, are there even 2 million people who remember what Alien is? Alien's been a part of life forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I hope so. I don't know. I mean, I they didn't call it Alien Prometheus. They called it Prometheus. I don't know, like... You know, I don't you know, know if it's really a franchise it's anymore. You know it's real weird. It was, it's weird because I feel like Colonial when that Marines movie was, a, or sorry, when that game was originally <laughs> yep. being conceived, it seemed so small. It seemed like See, such a small concept. It was like you just—it's just a—it's an alien game, but it's real simple. You just gotta escape the alien, get off the ship, right? But then they constantly oh, tacked on hmm. more pieces, and then it felt like it wasn't coming out. And then two years had passed, and then. And then it was they finally coming out. The I don't like that game, sense yeah. from it. It might have just been well, what they showed initially, but my, yeah. my big reason for not wanting to play is everyone tells me it's like 15 hours long. Um, you still play it? I would. I actually I want to do the Oculus Rift thing. I think we'll make a series. Uh, oh, I, think, I would play it on the I, Oculus. I think making I, yeah. a series out of it is the only way I'll play the game because I will not play that by myself. You lose your boners. <laughs> you don't lose your boners, Adam. Is that the is that our new yeah. <laughs> the new slogan for dude soup? <laughs> don't lose your boners. Don't lose your boners. Well, sponsors, where are you going? <laughs> Come back. I miss you. I, oh, I just yeah. want to wreck Amusingly, this car. We don't have any sponsors this week. I wonder. Uh, we can say whatever we want. Boners. I'm Chris Hemsworth. Oh. So on the subject of being lonely nerds, uh, I'll lead off. My first date was when I was in college, and as a girl had to ask me, and we went and saw Along Came Polly. So, and you survived. And then I awkwardly sat there, oh, and then God. was like, so... I'll, I'll so what's up with Dubai? <laughs> I guess I'll see you later, and then I went home. Oh, man. Yeah. And then you never called her back? Oh, uh, we talked on the internet. ASL. Oh, there wasn't any chemistry. Mostly because I was I was a, basically a plank of wood, and not the good kind did of wood. Did she pick a, Along Came Polly, or did you? She did. I went. She I, basically drove that whole thing. I went on a date. I saw How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days nice. on a date. And at the end of it, I was like, Matthew McConaughey's all right. That's basically what I walked away. Oh my gosh, I saw not another date movie. Ooh. On a date? On a date. Okay. First so, date? Not a first date, but let's not go into that. All right. <laughs> He's Captain America now. Uh, I took my girlfriend in high school to go see Ang Lee's The Hulk. Oh my 
Ooh. Uh, and I basically got shit for it because she's like, that movie sucked. I'm like, yeah, it did suck. She's like, well, we have to go see Legally Blonde 2 now. I'm like, Ooh. Ooh, she so brought I it lost. right back. Yeah, she won. Actually, that movie ended up being better than The Hulk. Oh. It had I didn't a, like that movie. Well, because it had a good scene. Good Which scene? scene? That's it. It had one good scene. And I was like, that. And, what and it was, was short. That? You know what? The movie's like an hour and a half long. The Hulk felt like 12 days. Oh. But what was the scene? <laughs> yeah, we want to yeah. know which Oh, uh, There's which some creepy like. dude like looking through a door. I don't know. It was like <laughs> oh, 10 years really? ago. Why would you like that? It was funny. It was a funny way it was shot. I don't know. I'm sorry. We're going off topic. Bruce, what's your favorite scene from Legally Blonde 2? <laughs> Red, white, and blonde. Uh, what about Hot Pursuit? You guys see Hot Pursuit yet? Oh. No. Oh, I God. heard it's not doing quite w as well as they had hoped. Oh, really? It only sold what a surprise. 2.1 million. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 2.1 like only did half as good as Alien Isolation. I'm hey, done with this game. Hey, we gotta get yep. to the... To yeah, the sorry. Uh -oh. oh, I do have to get to the airport. Is it, yeah. is it late? What time it's is it? It's 6. Oh, it's 6 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, well. We're wrapping up right on time. Yeah, could I actually talk about my sponsors? Well, oh, sure. Not absolutely. really sponsors, but I'm... I'm uh, where do you work? Well I, well, I work for IGN, and then I also do... Uh, I have uh, my own YouTube channel, which I shot... A, well, I haven't... I've shot it. I'm working on season 2 right now of Ask Naomi, and I've got a quarterly box, which is this cool, like box of items that I ship out every quarter. Uh, cool stuff coming for uh, quarter number two. And what else? I am a, a brand ambassador for Blue Microphones and Skull Candy. So I just wanted cool. to announce that and put that out into the world. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming by. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Good to have you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, and All right. That was fun. See you guys later. Make sure to watch Steel, starring Stephen Dorff on Netflix. I will actually go home and watch that. I like that you said that while you're yawning. Like, oh, Stephen Dorff! Victory. Watch the core. Watch the core, also on Netflix. Timeline. Careful with those boners, everybody. Oh, boy. Hey, if you got one, you're ahead of the game. I'm excited for all the new Dude Soup fan art. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. All right.